radio. Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show. Sean, Tanner, Ryan, Righteous, DJ, Jeremiah. We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk and fire like, bruh. We in the field, we in the field, bruh. We in the field, we in the field. Just put it in work, we raising the bar. Tuned in to the track stops. Hey, yo, it's Craig, this your man with Craig, a.k.a. Crazy Crayola, the bond servant. Right now, you're listening to the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, and Jeremiah. I see you, boy. Hold it down. Yeah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, all right. This segment is sponsored by NectarDistro.com. This is an opportunity, if you are an artist out there, for you to go and get played on multiple, multiple digital outlets. We have over 200 digital outlets available on um, the Nectar Distro's platform. It's basic. You can get it for $19.99. Uh, you get to keep all your royalties. So go check it out. All right. All right. We got special guest Eric Boston with us today. How you doing, sir? All right, man. How you guys? What's up, champion? What up? So 520 Collective is in the building today. So if you guys love 520, Eric Boston is one of the founders of 520. Uh, He's been doing a great job. Um, Also helps with track stars as well. So we're, we're happy to have him with us today, man. Yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, Eric is one of those family members that, you know, you just adopt into the, the family just because of his genuine heart, his uh, drive, motivation, and passion. So uh, not only just uh, a member of Track Stars, but also a good personal friend. What's up, homie? What up, Brian? Thanks. Good, man. man. Good. Exciting, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been looking forward to doing this someday. And here it is. Yeah, I told, hey. I told everybody, yeah. um, I think the last line for line or so, or whenever we did the last showdown, you guys are really, really good at finding some of these hot new artists, people I've never heard of. You guys find them and you give them a platform, help them, you know, get to where they need to be. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks. Thanks. We tried, man. I mean, that's the goal and appreciate all the support that we get for sure. Yeah. Shout out to you guys, man. We did a line for line a couple of weeks ago um, with uh, Coop, the artist, and you had already had him on, on your list for 2020 as like somebody who was going to pop. So you've got a good ear. Thanks. All right. Mm-hmm. So today, um, so we've been hearing a lot of noise about this Netflix uh, movie called Cuties. There's been a uh, cancel. Netflix was like trending number one on Twitter for a while. And yeah. I think it's out. It's out now. Right. So it's asset. yeah, the, uh, the, Prize for canceling Netflix have grown louder once people have actually mm-hmm. seen the movie. Um, it's being um, uh, touted as a pedophile's dream. 11-year-old girls basically in this dance group. I was going to show the trailer, but I'm like, nah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. We don't want no R. Kelly's. No. When I first heard about this, <laughs> um, and uh, uh, I was going to say somebody else too, but I'll leave that to myself. Um, but um, when I first heard about this, I thought it was a documentary. I thought it was like going to be like talking about this world of, you know, kids doing weird stuff. But I, I didn't know it was a movie. Like it was actually scripted. So that changed it a little bit for me. Um, I saw a couple clips of it and I saw the ending just to kind of get a, a sense of what it was about. So we'll get into that in a second, but basically it's it's a story of a young girl um, from a Muslim family joins this dance crew of 11 to 13 year old girls that are competing in this competition. 
It's a lot of sexual dances involved in this. A lot of sexual uh, scenes and, and weird situations mm-hmm. she gets in. I'll talk a little bit more about the point the director said she was trying to make with it. Uh, but what do you guys think about uh, the Cuties movie and the controversy around Netflix? Yeah, man, it's absolutely um, disgusting. Uh, I didn't watch the movie. I watched the trailer. Um, and then I watched a couple of commentators talk about it. And I even watched uh, the director herself talk about why she did the movie. To me, it's this movie can be told in a totally different story without so much um of the graphic detail, right? Like the the issue that I have with it is that these are young girls, right? They are so somewhere, some somewhere a parent has consented to them acting in this movie and displaying those actions. Um, and I'm just, I'm appalled by, first of all, the parents, you know, the director is the worst, but the parents are the second worst in my opinion. <laughs> um, just because I have three daughters, they would never, ever, ever, ever be able to do anything like this um at any age i mean i pray that when they get out of my house they'll have enough of a godly influence to where they won't even be thinking about this they won't even this won't even be a part of their their psyche or their world but at the same time as a parent man it's 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 heartbreaking because you do have children that my dot my oldest is seven years old you do have children that could be walking around and grown men or, or teenagers could be looking at your child. And that's heartbreaking to think that you can't protect them from hearing or leering eyes. You know what I mean? Like that just to me is, is, Oh, I, I was sick. I was sick, but I'll say this, this is what we've been seeing um, as a norm where people are trying to push bills to um, make pedophilia um, legal. There's a bill in California where they are basically trying to pass a bill that says um, if any child has sex with an adult, as long as it's within 10 years of their age group and consensual, that adult can't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's crazy. So that means a 20 year old could have sex with a 10 year old, if the 10 year old consented to it and the 20 year old wouldn't get in trouble. They're also uh, lightening the laws of um, sexual predators and the in the amount of time that they spend in jail or under a list. Right. They're saying that if you get into a certain um, consensual relationship, your name may not have to go on a list if you get caught. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's a there is a, a you, you can see it, man. I think everything is going sexual um uh, i think of course stuff is growing and growing and growing we've seen it from you know you know just going from normal too much normal sexuality to homosexuality to you know you know just other stuff coming and down that that stuff is almost considered normal i think now we're getting to the place where people are like okay so now let's go to the kids because it's like, you know, there are people out there that they feel the right to have sex with kids and they feel like they, they, they it's normal, kind of like that normal conversation. Like it's my feelings and emotions. And I feel like I should be with a child or a child or, or that kid is grown enough to know to do that. Um, um, I think about this movie and I'll say this too. Um, we can't we can't play two sides of the stories for people out here watching this. And um, what I mean by that is 
this movie is the young girls are doing a lot of moves that's that's ridiculous. I I saw the trailer too, and I was like, oh, that's too much. Um, but at the same time, like I was telling Sean and Ryan, um, I think I said this before, Eric and um, Eric, I think you got on that there's shows out there that looks like this. There's the Bring It Ons that's on Lifetime, the Dance Moms, the all these shows that have these little girls in these type of outfits gyrating and doing these dances that you will be like, you know, I mean, I know some of them start off as teens, but then you got some that have preteens. And it's like, if I was a father and my daughter was in, I, me and Maya would have a really serious conversation because I'll be like, she's not going to do none of this stuff. You know what I mean? So, and I just think that we got to look at all of this. All of this is glamorization of sexuality for kids, pushing kids and kids to get more sexual. So, so eventually when a pedophile do approach a kid and, you know, they have something going on, she could easily say, yeah, I, I based off that law, yeah, I, I gave him consent because I'm grown. I could do what I want. And that, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I just... I just feel at the same time, um, um, do you want to cancel Netflix? It's a, it's a, it's a, if you if you disagree with this, I understand. But um, if you like Cobra Kai that just came out, um, I, I don't know if you. I've been watching that show. I cannot I imagine that they. I cannot believe they brought that old movie back. No, it's a it's a series. Pause real quick. It's a whole series, and they put it back on Netflix. But you're and not can- it's but, fantastic. So you, you're not canceling, is what you're saying. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah, he's saying I'm, I'm, I'm good. With my- I, no, I'm not right. saying that. I'm just saying it's going to be hard to tell Maya and myself to have that sit down conversation and let that go. Mm. I'm just saying. Not I'm even being for real. the kids. Not even for the kids. Have y'all canceled y'all's? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we don't have Netflix. We don't have Netflix right now. So yeah. So what happened was I actually canceled my Netflix. Um, when they tried to depict Jesus uh, in that movie, in that Christmas movie, as gay, right? So I canceled it then. Um, you turned it back I have on. it again because my mom was like, "What are you doing?" I was in the middle of watching a series. Uh, well, you need to get that back. So <laughs> I have it again, but I don't pay for it. My mom you, does. Oh wow! So you so, use so, your okay, mom. So, so the point is, is what we're saying is this canceling thing is just for show. Is just for. Uh, just to look like you're uh, protesting, but nobody really wants to do that. Is that what I'm hearing? It, it's like you have too many good shows to to, to weigh out <laughs> the bad shows. You know what I mean? That's what that's what people think. I believe. Okay, so then why are we even talking about canceling Netflix? <laughs> if if well, nobody that's it was the hashtag. No, well, I, I think I do think do I do think um, that's one of those things. That's why other streaming services that you can be a part of that may show movies as well. But my thing is this, how do we stop Netflix from putting this type of content on their streaming platform? That's the question that we have to ask ourselves because as as much as, as much, I'm I'm just saying like, as much as you have something like this, you also have other stuff on there. Like documentaries. We've, we've saw the family documentary off Netflix. We saw these other documentaries that I'm, I'm big on documentaries, especially if it's dealing with music or entertainment or whatever, yeah. like great documentaries. So how do you balance that? Because they do show good stuff on Netflix, but this movie is an abomination. This movie is not good at all. 
I see Mache in the uh, chat camping for uh, Trackstar. She was like, you, you, you just uh, cancel Netflix and you get rendered. That's what you do. We don't have I was going to say that. Yeah. I don't allow that. that crap on render. That's, that's the real answer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, so let, me, let me try to at least give her side of the story to the director. Because I understand everybody's um, uh, instinct to say that this is, you know, they're pushing pedophilia and this and that. Yeah. I, and le- I, I mean, I don't know what spirits and stuff are in control of this lady but i think she thinks in her mind that she has a totally different point i don't think in her mind she thinks she's pushing pedophilia this is this is basically what she said and i watched her little interview for netflix she said this is her story right she comes from a muslim family where you're taught to cover up your body is you know not to be seen Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and when she was growing up she was battling between her traditional upbringing of Women's bodies should not be seen, not whatever. And what the world, the Western culture was saying, which is you're free to to be whatever. Expose yourself if you want to. It's your body, that kind of thing. And at the end of the movie, the little girl sees the horror of what she's doing, dancing and gyrating on stage. Spoiler alert. Hopefully this shouldn't matter to you. But (laughs) I was thinking that, too. I was thinking, yo, you about to end the movie. But it don't don't matter. I don't really care Um, because I don't want you to watch it. Uh, So at the end of the movie, she realizes while she's dancing on stage and doing all the moves, she sees the the faces and women. uh, Mothers are covering their daughter's eyes and all this stuff at the end of the movie. And she runs off stage, runs home to her mother. And her, I think it was her grandmother in the movie, was like, what are you wearing? What are you doing? Da, da, da. The mother tells the grandmother to go away. And at the end of the movie, she basically decides, you see her traditional outfit sitting on the bed. You see her, you know, dance outfit with the short shorts and the tube top thing sitting on the bed. And then she leaves and she um, only has on like a regular little girl's outfit, jeans, regular little girl's T-shirt. And she's playing, you know, doing, um, uh, playing with a jumping rope at the end of the movie. So basically she's saying the traditional thing that I was taught as too strict, the sexual thing I was trying to get involved with, with my friends is too loose. This is what you should be. That, I think that was her point, but here's where she really, really messed up. Even if she genuinely best intentions, that was her point mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you do not need to uh, show little kids gyrating for yeah, minutes yeah. at a time to for prove you to that get point. your point across. I get it. I it, you could have just told that story, alluded to the scenes, all of that would have been fine. But the way she really focused on the sexual stuff of kids, the fact that she didn't realize that 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 can be used for the pleasure of people that don't need <laughs> that in their life, yeah. um, mm-hmm. is is beyond me that she didn't realize that that's what she was doing. So. Uh, in the best intentions, I get what she was trying to do, but the execution was inexcusable. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. I, I think that this could have been done. I, I, listen, I was watching a couple of uh, uh, bloggers talk about this, and they were giving suggestions as to how she could have gotten her point across. First thing she could have done to get her point across was to use adults and flashback scenes, right? Use adults and then also kind of do like a, we, we, we know you're moving the lower part of your body from the way the top of your body is moving, right? So you can kind of do like a, a, a over the head, I mean, you know, um, over the waist shot. So you don't have to actually see that part, but we know as an audience, that's what you're trying to portray. 
That was one suggestion. The other suggestion was make grown adults look as little as possible or, or teenagers above the age of 18, make as make them look as young that's as you what, possibly can. That's what can. people normally do. That's what people Yeah, normally. that's what people normally do. Um, but to me, it, this, this all came down to her trying to, it came down to a religious battle of legalism, really. You know, like, this yeah. is what I was told not to do. This is what I want to do. Um, even if that's how she found herself and this is the story of her life, you make it a documentary, but not a movie. Because I think people understand documentaries more so than, than they do movies because documentaries are, you know, raw, uncut, made for adult, you know, um, adult entertainment but, and it's to inform you of things happening this is something that was pushed this was a, a non-cultural norm but at the same time it doesn't have to be something that you play you put out there as a movie as a form of entertainment for people two things one i think it's first it was pushed overseas first it didn't come to america first it, it was it was nominated for like awards and um camp uh, i think the certain film festivals overseas mm-hmm. first so, yeah. so it's, it, it happened overseas before it came to America. And then second, if I'm that director, I would bring up what I said earlier. I saw some of y'all pageants or I saw um, the Bring It On show. I saw all these shows where they have young girls dancing. And I'm like, wow, okay, that shouldn't be a problem in America because they already exposed to this like this. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think uh, the what we can get out of something like this is that there's a lot of cleaning that we need to do of other things as well. This is not, this movie is not the only thing like this, right? There's a lot of things like this and all of it needs to get purged. Um, so, but also on the other side, what I have been seeing, which is concerning to me that there's, there's a uh, group of people in this country who are using, um, pedophilia, which, which is something that does need to be destroyed. Right. Uh, they're using it as like this, this conspiracy driven uh, witch hunt to throw that title on random people that they don't like to try to discredit them and bring them down. And that needs to also stop because that is scary that you can just throw that term on somebody that you don't know anything about just because you see something that you in and, and all these little pictures float up and all that kind of stuff that that culture of pedophilia hunting is growing in this country and it's, it's, it's weird because things can happen where you have these uh, uh, couch detectives, right? Thinking that they figure something out about a person and then ruining their lives, right? So we have to be careful about that as well. But in general, stuff like this, I don't know the heart of this director. I'm going to take her at her word that she didn't, she wasn't trying to do this, but she did it. Mm-hmm. Sexualizing kids like this, regardless of what your point is, is yeah. a mistake. You made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And now this thing is out there and who knows who is is uh, loving this thing that shouldn't have access to it. Right. So uh, I don't care how big the check is. I don't care what the opportunity is. And I don't even know how much of the w- scenes were her decision versus of some producer that was <laughs> getting off on this. I don't know who is responsible for this final product, but no. it, it could have been done. The same point could have been done in a way that even if people saw the title, and they saw the image and they were they were horrified by it the movie could have silenced them because it could have been done in such a tasteful way that proved a point that i think her ultimate point is actually not a bad point 
but it could have been done in a way that would have made even all the critics that just hated the uh, the uh even the trailer and whatever else they saw been like oh, okay i see what you were trying to do now that's what i was hoping for when i saw this controversy in the first place it did not turn out that way she but his, his, here's another question too um do you guys think she played off of the whole mentality of how people say girls grow up faster than boys you know what i mean whereas like like when you see the trailer there is, is a is a part in the trailer where all the girls are acting grown like they're not acting like 12 year olds or 11 year olds they're acting like they're older you know what i'm saying so I, that's another question i wanted to ask was does she feel like she acted on that meaning like making them look like they're small but they they're grown you know what i mean no no Eric, let me ask you something, because you have an yeah. older you have older kids, right? How old is your oldest? Uh well my my son is twelve, but my oldest daughter is nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. So as a father watching this or even hearing about it and understanding that we've come from this, we've we've seen this happening before, how do you feel about it? Um, I think there's three things that I've been thinking about as the discussion's happening. And one, as a father, Man, uh, I, I don't know what I would do if my daughter was in this situation. You know, I, I'd be coming for someone. Uh, but mm-hmm. the other two things are, one, I know earlier we were talking about, you know, how do we stop Netflix from putting this kind of stuff out? And the sad thing is, is Netflix knew that there was an audience for it and that they were going to reap benefits from putting it out. So that's one thing that bothers me. The second is I work in public school system. And one of our main focuses is to protect children. And I just don't feel like we're protecting children when we push this kind of content. And that's scary. Yeah. It's very scary for me. Yeah. The title was a bad idea too. I mean, the whole, I mean, the the title. whole, the whole thing turned out bad. I mean, yeah. I, there's a world, there's a, there's a universe where this could have been um, a good thing, but yeah. it, it, it's not this one. This one turned and out I, bad. And I think, like you, you kind of uh, alluded to it um, before we started the show, that certain things that are acceptable in Europe is not acceptable here. Like certain stuff, well, like you, like like it's it's one of those things where, like, it's certain things in Europe that they do because Europe doesn't really feel like sexuality is a matter. It's like we're going to do X, Y, Z, and it's like okay, but here in America is a totally different situation. I think we're looking at it from a sin standpoint, right? We look at it from a sin standpoint. Um, when you talk about things being acceptable in, in Europe, they could be a godless country. You know, at least we, um, majority of our country claims to be, claims Christianity or claims the belief in God. And so I think a lot of times it, it boils down to your laws, right? Our laws prohibit these types of things from being a cultural norm in America and in Europe. If they're if they're a godless country or they they, they don't have laws that are shaped around uh, morality, then you have this being something that majority of depraved people will say, "Yeah, we're okay with this," you know. And laws will get passed because those people who are okay with it, they they turn into the politicians and the lawmakers, and then they yeah. start passing laws like that. We as a country have to make sure that this stuff stays in check. And doesn't go beyond a certain point because the moment we open up, you know, a law that says that you can have consensual sex with anyone 10 years or younger, no matter if you're an adult and they're a child, that's when we have 
completely lost it and and we're in a different we're in a different place completely yeah man so um so again i don't know what can be done about this because most of the people saying cancel netflix will have netflix in about two weeks so they know that um it didn't work last time with the whole jesus thing i assume right that still made it on there didn't it it made it but i don't think it's there anymore i think yeah. it I think they it was re- taken down. I think they replaced it with that the other G, the Messiah movie. Okay, the Messiah. So I, oh, the Messiah. So we'll that, see, that's I, a TV show. It's again, weird, yeah. the, the reason we do this show um, is because we believe that it is possible. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, honestly, because we need more of you guys' support. But uh, we believe <laughs> that it's possible for for Christians, genuine Christians, um, to make content that is just as good or better. And what's available on these platforms and it be more popular than what's available on these platforms. I don't know if um, cancel culture can defeat sin the way superiority can defeat sin. You see what I'm saying? Like you can try to hold off these things as much as you want. But what I believe is we can outdo it, do better to where that looks like a pale comparison to what we're doing. You see what I'm saying? That's that's my objective. Make content, make platforms, make stuff that is so good, so quality, and, and is a better representation of who we can be than what other people are offering so that people who run to that stuff, it's not because, oh, Christian stuff is whack. It's because, no, I just like sin. And if, if, if that's what you like, then do what you want. But I want things to be available where it's just as high quality so there's no excuse there's no excuse. You can't say, oh, well, yo, Christian hip hop is whack or, oh, you know, Christian movies are whack. I want that excuse to be eliminated. Christian movies are good. Christian, uh, Christian music is really good. I just don't like it. Fine. That's that's fine for me. If you just don't want to hear about God, that's that's perfectly fine. I don't want anybody to be able to say it's just not as good. That's my objective. That's my mission in life is to to take that excuse away from people. Yeah, okay. All right. So let's get back into it. <laughs> You're in the field with the track stars. Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, Track Stars Universe? This is your man, Ryan Righteous of the Track Stars. Listen, Track Stars just started the Track Stars Investment Group. It's an opportunity for us to show creatives and entrepreneurs how to look into non traditional forms of income. You should definitely get with us. Track Stars just had an opportunity to learn this skill set. We can teach it to you. It's an invaluable skill set that will allow you to show your friends and your family to trade on a foreign currency market, something that you've already been doing. You just didn't know you were doing it. So get with us. Trackstarswithaz.com forward slash FRX. That's trackstarswithaz.com forward slash FRX. Join our Track Stars investment group. We want to show you this invaluable skill too. All right. What's going on, Trackstars family? We have just started something brand new called the Trackstars Investment Group. And we are really, really excited and determined to make sure that we help creatives, artists, entrepreneurs become financially independent. One of those ways is our new sponsor, Webull. W-E-B-U-L-L. Webull is an investment app that you can download right now for free. The awesome part about it is Webull doesn't spend any money on advertising. They do it all through uh, network marketing, word of mouth, right? So what they do as an incentive is they'll give you a free stock when you sign up. So absolutely no money involved. You download the app, you get a free stock. When you when you uh, put money into your account, you get a free stock. When you share it with your friends, you get a free stock. 
it's, it's an awesome opportunity if you have no money and you want to build up some income really quickly lost your job because of coronavirus or whatever jump on this weeble app go to trackstars.com forward slash weeble w-e-b-u-l-l and sign up right now it helps us it helps you it's an amazing opportunity join it right now Yo, what's going on, Track Stars Universe? It's your man, Ryan Righteous. I need you to do me a huge, huge favor. I need you to pull out that resource you have, your iPhone, your Android, and I need you to download the Track Stars app today. Make sure you go to the iOS store on Apple or Google Play for Android. Download our app. There's so many great things you can do on it. You can listen to music. You can listen to the podcast. You can find out new information about Track Stars. You can get merch. You can get that Track Stars t-shirt you always been wanting to get. So make sure you go and download our app today all right what's up this is no big deal representing middle tennessee and indie tribe you are now in the field with the track stars it's time for the entertainment report with jeremiah hey man it's entertainment report time see ryan you told me to do all this man i'm <laughs> trying to trying to move this thing all right man you anything yeah you did all right here we go um we want to um first off give our um prayers out to our guy cash hollister um he's a of course uh he's, i would say he's an og man he's a, a young og in the chh movement especially in the midwest um he he said that his pops um contacted COVID 19 mm. so um please lift him up in your prayers mm. um continue to um pray for him and his family all right um we're going to talk about hovey and tori deshawn a project may be on the way they hint about it on Twitter. They talked about it. Well, Hovey put on his IG page with a picture of Tori Deshaun that said the people want to collab tape from me and Tori. Then they shall get it. Drop the title below. So we don't know, man. Is Tori Deshaun signed to Reach? That's another question I've been putting out there. I'm like, Needs yo. To be. We've been asking Reach. Is Tori Deshaun signed to Reach? Y'all know what I so, said already. I'm not so talking. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Um, another thing that's very interesting this week was that the Pure Flix founder is getting the divorce. David A.R. White and Andrea Logan announced over the weekend that they're ending their marriage some time ago. The Pure Flix founder and God is Not Dead actor and Logan, an actress and producer, were married for over 16 years. The duo who have three children together announced the news on Friday. For some time, we've had wanted to share some personal family news. Andrea and I have made the most difficult decision to end our marriage. Um, um, yeah, it was a heartfelt message on their IG. Um, she also responded and said a few things as well. She added that the way that they ended their marriage years ago, the marriage was ended years ago and mentioned Dang. that divorce was an un- unbearable grief that reminds her of the death of a family dream every single day. The couple both revealed that their decision did not come lightly and was made after a great deal of prayer and counseling over many years. We have waited quite a while to share this news with with the public as we wanted to give our family the time and space to heal and process all the unfolded during such a difficult time. So, yeah, man. I, um... A rapper comes out and says he's no more talking violent lyrics. NLE Chopper. We actually did something with him in line for line last week with Double XL because he's a Double XL freshman. Um, seems to have a change of heart about his lyrical content. The Memphis native told said on Twitter that he's not interested in giving them any more lyrics that would inspire violence. He said, I ain't rapping about violence no more. If you hear it from me, it's an old song. I want to spread positivity and wake people up. He also tweeted, 
Um, I'll still drop them for y'all, though. But just know I'm on to better and I'm trying to grow. I got more to talk about now. He accomplished this with a snippet of a song and proves he can rap about content that doesn't involve crime and danger. Um, this comes on the heels of him making a spiritual turn. Last week, he um, launched a channel called Awakening Chopper. On the on this channel, Chopper showcases holistic lifestyle, which includes tending to his garden. Yeah, man. So we don't oh, know wow. how to see how that's going to go. Uh, preferably, uh, I hope he becomes a believer. All right. Um, Lecrae numbers are in. Lecrae Restoration came in at number 69 overall on Billboard. Overall, meaning all albums, regardless of genres, all genres. Selling. I'm hearing different numbers. So I heard 10K first and then I'm in 11K as well. So between TK and 11,000 copies, he had the number one Christian album knocking off Lauren Diego, who been number one for almost two years. So what y'all think about that, man? Dang, she was number one for two years? I'm sorry. That's all I can focus yeah, on. Yeah, for almost two years. Her, her game was strong. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. My wife loves her. Yeah. Um, what y'all think about the Lecrae situation, man? Do y'all think? Oh it's- man, I'm 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 disappointed, man. I really am because you know um, we watched Anomaly do well. We watched ATWA, um, you know, do okay. And then to hear this news is really shocking. Y'all know why? I, I, y'all know why though? Why are y'all surprised by this? But why 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 no, do we, we always why, miss? Let the trap say amen. Like, um. Let the trap say, man. I didn't really pay attention to that album. <laughs> well, that, you know that, you. That, that was the album. No, him because you know what? You know what? Derek Miner's album um, came out kind of around the same time, and I focused on that project a lot. A little more, okay. Mm-hmm. But I, well, I think I think what we're saying is I've heard people debate on this and um, on Twitter and talk about it was that Lecrae eventually was um of course we know the reason by that but at the same time when anomaly came out streaming wasn't as strong as it is now so people had to go by pure sales and stuff like that but also i mean we all know he lost his fan base and all this <laughs> other stuff but here's the good news though this is the good news to hear this overall though a lot of hip-hop mainstream hip-hop acts are selling around this area too so they're selling 25,000, 30,000. But at the same time, his album did go gold. Lecrae's, I think, I don't know, album, no, the single went gold. Um, I'll find you went gold. And I think maybe his album made too. All things work together. I don't know. But at the same time, it's one of those things where that's why that's why it's so important for cats to get out and do shows and tour because that helps album sales as well. So yeah. The, the sad thing about this is it, it shows how split the church has become because the reason yeah. why Anomaly did so well was the whole weight of the church was behind that album. Black, yeah, white, everybody, right? Yeah. Um, youth camps, um, uh, all kinds of churches were behind it, pushing it hard, hard, hard to all their kids. And when when the whole, it started in what, 2014 through 2016, uh, Michael Brown time, right? When Lecrae started speaking up a little bit more, he lost yeah. all of those people's support. All those pastors that used to push him started being like, I don't want to deal with him anymore. And that that shows how split the church has become over the last five years. It's it's yeah. a really deep split now. And that, that's just another sign of it in, in Lecrae's number. But I did see, uh, and, and I'm going to say this, I, I did see Lecrae, somebody asked Lecrae, on one of his lives and somebody posted it on YouTube about NF 
and they talked about he said you know i'm not really close to nf like that um but andy is him and andy talk a lot and he was like i may ask y'all a question he said why y'all didn't give nf the same backlash that y'all gave me basically he was saying something like that you know what i mean nf ain't said nothing about no black people now i dare (laughs) nf i dare him i dare him i dare nf say something about uh what's going on with police shootings i guarantee he'll get more leeway than lecrae did but it's still gonna hurt if he comes out and starts saying all oh, you I support Black Lives Matter and um you know I I'm against all these police killings and such and such <laughs> numbers but, drop But like NF rock. NF is not known for that. Yeah, that's He's what I'm not saying. known for There's that. a reason why. Either he doesn't no, believe it he or he knows not to say it. I'm daring NF. Lane. He stays away from I dare you. <laughs> say something. But I think my <laughs> I think my problem my problem has always been it's not even with NF it's just the fan base that switch from Lecrae to NF is y'all was so hard on Lecrae, had to be biblically sound, had to be X, Y, Z, had to have Jesus almost on every bar. And even when he went through the switch on rehab and gravity, even the church clothes, people still giving him grief. But NF was just totally dark, totally like uh, I'm coming out. I don't know if I'm coming out of my problems. No Jesus in it at all. And you let your kids listen to it. But low-key, but low-key, what happened with NF was he didn't get his popularity through CHH. He got his popularity through more mainstream-type music, right? No, no so, that's wrong. He got it from CHH. He that's, got it from CHH. False. Mansion, his first that album, first Mansion, album was, straight was on Capital Christian. Y'all call that CHH or y'all saying because he was on Capital Christian at no, the time? the first I, album, especially the first single, was pushed to Christian hip-hop. Go ahead, yeah, Eric. I'd say I could tell you that I see kids walking around my school all the time wearing NF merch. They're not listening to any other Christian stuff. So he's yeah, I know. with a different yeah. group, of, a different audience, man. That's yeah. now, not when he started. Now, yeah, not when this, not no, when wait, that wait, Mansion wait, wait, push wait. happened. No, sir. I don't remember Mansion being a Christian album. He was on Wado. He was Ryan. on Wado getting Ryan. interviewed wait, about wait, Mansion. They pushed okay, Mansion okay. to Christian him. NF used to comment on our posts. He was all up in it. He was all up in it. I remember, do, was he signed to Capital when Mansion came out? Though yes, yes. he was signed to Capital Christian. Okay, so that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's what I'm saying. He he got his popularity after already blowing out to the mainstream. But Cray was just in a CHH bubble for many years before mainstream even heard. No, of him. but NF right. was too. NF was signed to Exist Music. Nobody remember, remember, NF used to sound like Pitbull. Remember on our own line for no, I'm dead serious. On our own, on our on our line for line, I used to do bumpers of other artists to check out. And there's a song. Well, this is why this is doing our um the South days because doing the we not doing videos but doing more pictures. He had a song that sounded just like like a pop record, and then he kind of drifted from that to doing more stuff that he started sounding like. Because remember, we did a line for line with him like last year. With Eminem, we, we did like mm-hmm. more M.O. to Eminem versus his first album, Moments, which is online right now. Oh. So he kind of adjusted. And then when he signed his deal with Capital Christian, he was pushed to the <laughs> Christian market crazy. first. And he outshined that and went more mainstream. And that deal yeah. was created by Anomaly. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, or the, yeah. Not, not even Anomaly. Like just like Gravity. Because I remember Gravity. Gravity was the Gravity happening. And he came out with Mansion. I think Mansion came out in 2012, if I'm not mistaken, 2012, oh, 2013. Yeah, then it was Gravity. Yeah. It was Gravity. Yeah. Because when Gravity, um, I think he won a Grammy for that. 
Yeah. Whenever you started getting award buzz is when it started. Yeah. That's yeah. when. And then Anomaly is what kind of made the whole floodgates open. That's when everybody started getting calls. Yeah. All right, man. Um, let's mm. do this. Um, Copy section sponsors this week is DJ Lost and Found Tunnel. Um, Jay Young Flies, I guess. White Flag, Boy Will. Um, Bo Will, I'm sorry. Heal Us. Um, Roy Tosh, Beautiful Chaos EP. D Reed. Peace EP, Brother Dre, Trials and Tribulation, Mark Stevens and Mike Tizzy, Just Watch EP, um, Shy Wan, Rhythm and Roses, 520 Collective, Prisoner's Keys Single, DJ Michael V, Poolside Single, Cam, U-Haul Single, Zanti, I'm Sorry Single, Jay Fish, Lifted Single, Rapzilla and, Ar- and Arrow, feeling, feeling Like Single, and Ryan, anything else? No man, my only shout out was for uh, Eric Boston and the 520 Collective podcast coming out on the 15th. But since he's here, I'll let him push that. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a it's been a big week for us, man. We we dropped the new uh, updated version of our website. We had Prisoners Keys, like Jeremiah was saying, uh, in collab with Honest T and Weez Satellite Kid. Super cool. Our guy Picasso Ramirez, who actually built our website, he's an artist as well. He dropped his album uh, somewhere other than here, nine tracks, seventeenth mm. album. So it's a uh, pretty crazy. Go check it out. But then, yeah, the podcast next week, uh, we're pretty excited for it. We've got Andrew Puckett as an industry interview mm. and featuring a song by Devlin Debris on that. So make sure you check that out on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, man. So, um, hey. I I am still I I've been off the um uh, make me a hit for a while because we've been focused on a lot of other stuff. But I am not gonna let y'all off the hook. Y'all rappers <laughs> talk a big game. I need y'all to step up. We've had about a couple of submissions, but some of y'all that talk a big game, I ain't seen no submissions. So jump on uh, make me a hit trackstars.com forward slash make me a hit. Um, if you if you support the track stars, this is the time. Um, if anybody that knows me. Whether you're on the Trackstars team or you've just been a Trackstars fan for a long time, it's really hard for me to ask uh, for help. I don't like burdening people. I don't like, um, you know, doing anything to cause anybody any, you know, uncomfortability or whatever, right? But this is the time, man. It, if if you aren't aware of what Trackstars have been going through, there's no way you could because we don't talk about it. But we're going through some of the biggest battles we've ever faced, ever. Um, COVID hit us really hard. Um, we're actually in a, a huge battle we have never told y'all about uh, that we still can't talk about for the last three years. Uh, we're in some huge battles. So if you've ever felt um, the urge to support us or or uh, do anything to benefit us, man, this is the time because we, we're, we're really up against it right now. Um, so if you want to donate to Trackstars, go to paypal.me forward slash Trackstars. Anything will be uh, helpful. If you uh, want to join Nectar, that helps us as well. If you want to use the single maximizer, that helps us as well. If you want to join uh, Trackstars Investment Group, that helps us as well. There's there's a million ways to help Trackstars. Even if you have no money, you're like, hey, I don't want to do all that stuff. Following us on YouTube, following us on uh, Instagram, following us on iTunes, Spotify, all those places, that helps a ton as well. So I don't like asking for help, but I'm asking you guys for help right now because we need the full support of all of you guys. Tell your friends. We're going like the the Ryan knows what I'm talking about. The battle that we're actually going through for the last two years is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's taking everything out of me. Um, but we've been doing it silently and quietly. We're working on so many things for you guys in the background for, for years now. We haven't been doing a lot of media push and all that kind of stuff because we've been 
quietly working on some things in the background but it's taking everything out of us so we do need your support if you want to join the track stars and become part of the staff uh that would help us like anything you could do this is the time i do not do this i do not ask for help but i'm asking for help right now from my family please help us if you can uh we want to keep this thing going we we believe we just scratched the surface of our potential um we have a long way to go we have a lot of ideas but we need your help there's a reason why if you go to our twitter and the, the pin, the pin that has been at the top of our page for the last two years is for our guy, our marketing guy, Crispy. I will not remove that post until we meet his $100,000 goal. So even before you help us, get that paid up. It's at 98000 right now. We can get that thing up to 100000 I committed our company, myself, to getting that thing to 100000 So forget everything I just said. <laughs> Go get that thing up to a hundred thousand because I I am not gonna move that post until we hit a hundred thousand. But if you can do, help us do that, we also need some help. We have been focused on that for for the last two years. We haven't asked for any money from anybody uh, uh, until we get that. So please uh, take care of our guy Crispy. He's still battling. He's still having surgeries. Still doing. But if you notice. He's back on our marketing. He's doing really, he's doing a lot better than he was when this first happened. So I'm committed yeah. to getting that to 100,000, but we still need your help. So uh, I just wanted to say that. Thank you guys for supporting us. Spread the word. The vision that we have, I am not going to quit. We are not going to give up no matter. I'm talking about big dogs are coming after us. Like big, I, 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 you can't even imagine the size of the dog that's coming after us, uh, but we need yeah. your help. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get back into it. You're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Sean Tanner. DJ Jeremiah, let's go. Hey, Sean. Yes. Yeah, that made me sad. We're still no, on, you... yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get you out of this. Oh, no, wait, real quick. Honestly, you, you were correct. You were correct about... You were correct. I know. I, I thought you clicked the thing. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no you, no, you were correct about the whole Lecrae thing. You were correct, correct about Lecrae and NF. Because his right. album came out 2014, and the um, EP, his first EP he did, came out in 2013. Okay. So that so, was the benefit of Anomaly, I think. Okay. That was awesome. The same time. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Now we go. Yo, you're in the field with the track stars. Now, here's a segment from our interview with Monica Brown of Pandora. To see the interview in its entirety, go to youtube.com forward slash track stars or go to trackstars.com. Let's go. We also have Next Big Sound, and you can actually connect your Next Big Sound profile mm -hmm. with your artist marketing uh, profile. Your Next Big Sound is going to tell you um, a heat map. You know, where is your song streaming the most? So if you're an mm -hmm. independent artist and you really want to get a hit around what cities you want to target, mm -hmm. you would use our Next Big Sound platform, and it, it would actually show you a heat map of yeah. where your songs are streaming the most. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Free. That's free. That's free. Wow. You can also get, <laughs> yeah, you can also get the demographics mm -hmm. of the people who are listening because when you sign up for Pandora you know we ask you certain questions but mm -hmm. you can also get the demographics are you a female from the age of 35 to 55 blah blah blah, mm -hmm. blah. so you can actually create your target audiences you can actually create a tour based on the information that is within the next big sound uh, platform yeah. and it's F-R-E-E 
Mm-hmm. And next it's week, free. Next Big Sound pulls in your Facebook information. It your pulls Twitter in your social media. Yes. It's, I actually found Next Big Sound before I even knew it was a part of Pandora. Mm-hmm. Like wow. so, it, it's it's an amazing tool, and I just don't know if independent artists know all these things are available to them. Mm-hmm. No, and that's another thing that we are looking at talking about more and trying to get more in the mainstream is that we have all of these things that really are focused on the independent artists. Mm-hmm. There is a huge community of independent artists out there mm-hmm. who could use these free tools. You don't have to come out of your pocket thousands and thousands of dollars. Exactly. You could really, really use this to, you know, get your music out there and yeah. connect with your audience and understand who you're connecting to and then turn that into whatever you need to turn wow. that into from a marketing perspective. Mm, yeah. Yo, you're in the field with the track stars. Now, here's a segment from my interview with athlete and social media influencer Santia Deck. To see the interview in its entirety, go to YouTube.com forward slash track stars or go to trackstars.com. Let's go. So I always kind of want to know what is your end game in this? Like what what do you see like the five years down the road? Um I mean hopefully I'll have a husband and some children. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um but at the end of the day, um you know I just want to reach whatever pinnacle I'm supposed to reach, you know, mm-hmm. but before I'm forty. Um, and be able to be, you know, travel the world, mm-hmm. have fun. Um, again, just continue to give back to the world mm-hmm. in whatever way that may be, whether that's my foundation, whether that's going on, you know, doing some missionary work or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I just want to use every bit of talent that God put in yeah. me. That's why, like, I do so many things. People are like, man, you need to chill. Like, just you got to focus <laughs> on one thing and stop trying to do this. But I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Who told you that you have to only do one thing? Mm-hmm. Right. And I never lived inside the box. And, like, I think that made people, like, mad yeah. sometimes. But, like, I just want to show people that, yo, you really can do whatever you want to do. Like, the world is your oyster yeah. for real if you really put in the time and the energy mm-hmm. and have the, you know, persistence and mm-hmm. everything that you need. Like, you can really do what you yeah. want to do. I think people don't really realize, like, how true that statement is. Yeah. But, like, I'm trying to be a living testimony to that and show everybody that it, you can do what you want to do. So that's all I care about. Hey, yo, what's going on? It's your man, Ryan Righteous of the Track Stars, man. I want to tell you about an awesome feature called the Music Submissions. You know how they say nothing's ever free? Well, that's a myth with Track Stars. Send us your music. We'll add it to SoundCloud for free. There's also an opportunity for you to be able to get your song aired on the radio. For more information, email us at contactus at trackstars.com. You are listening to the Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now you're in the field with the track stars. Track stars. Track stars. Ryan Righteous. Sean Tanner. Oh. DJ Mike. Right now you're listening to the track stars. You know what time it is. Yeah.
stars. Kitty, Caddy, Kitty. What's good, people? It's your boy, DJ Patton. I want to give a shout out to Track Stars Live. Keep it locked, y'all. It's going down right here, right now. You heard it from your boy, D. Hattie. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right. For all things track stars, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like the Facebook page. Here's a really, really big ask, guys. We need you to go and subscribe to the podcast. We release it every Monday on iTunes. Please make sure you leave us a review. That helps, and it helps us to know what you're thinking about the show and any ideas or comments that you have. You can also leave comments on the YouTube videos after the live stream ends. So we want to hear from you. Thank you so much for supporting the Track Stars. All right. All right. So uh, if you've seen on um, Twitter, there was a big battle going back and forth between Cardi B and Candace Owens, your favorite people. Right. Uh, So what we're going to do is bring back an old segment called Would You Rather. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Who would you rather have as a role model for your young girls, Ryan? Cardi B. Candace Owens. Or Candace Owens. And I know how much you love Candace Owens. So explain your love for Candace Owens. Oh, man. And this is what makes the we, the uh, would you rather so hard because you got to pick the lesser of the two evils. Um, <laughs> you think Candace Owens is evil? I think so, man. I, I think the way she... So here's my thing, right? I think the way that she parades around with the whole... Uh, with the, the way she paraded around with the George Floyd incident, yeah, um, our country was hurting, bro. Like, our country was in a really bad place and still is. Right. We don't need you to vilify a moment in history like this. We don't need you to vilify that. Right. I don't care because I I saw a lot of people dogging out George Floyd after videos were released about his home robbery invasion or the fact that he uh, took drugs at some point. The man is still not presently with us, having taken away due process over his life and anything that he might have done at that moment. The man is still begging for his life on national television in most of these scenes, and he doesn't get to keep his life. So I don't care how you vilify whatever he did in his past. Um, he gave his life to Christ, or if he didn't give his life to Christ, you cannot sit there and vilify somebody because you wouldn't want someone to do that to you or anybody in your family that made a bad decision at some point. So I just thought she was horrible at that point. Um And then, you know, all the different things that she says um, about her political stance and where black people should be. That really bothers me, too. But Cardi B, Cardi B is destroying, destroying, um, I think, the uh, the the culture for our young women. I really do. I I think that she's bringing out some type of um, um, some type of. sinister character uh, of our young pit of, of our young kids and saying it's okay if you want to be this way right it's not it's definitely not because if you're a christian you you know that what she's talking about does not line up with the word of god 
God says, love the things I love and hate the things that I hate. Well, we know he hates sin and we know he hates premarital sex. And we know he hates all these different things, cursing. And so why would you sit there and, and try to say that any of this is OK? The other thing that really disturbs me about Cardi B is she has a young daughter. And to me, I'm just like, what? What? You're going to have to raise her with the same morals and or the same, uh, you know, bad morals that you practice right now you're gonna have to because if you try to shun her from that stuff and she sees it one day you're gonna be the biggest hypocrite in her eyes and so my biggest fear is that young ladies will see this type of behavior think it's okay and will mimic it or allow men to start treating them that way right this is a double standard in so many ways men shouldn't be allowed to talk about this kind of filth in their music and neither should the, the young ladies and that's why i just feel like this is just really bad and so you know in this situation when i go with the re rather the, uh would you rather pick i gotta go with candace owens i'm gonna make it harder i'm gonna make it wait i'm gonna make it harder for him oh god i'm gonna change this <laughs> If they were both running for president, would you rather vote for Candace Owens or Cardi B for president? Candace Owens. You would vote for Absolutely. Candace Owens to be the president. You Absolutely. know this is nothing but Trump and Biden that he just made you pick from, right? Right, right, right. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am disturbed by the current president's character. And that's why I want to see him leave office. Candace Owens' character is is not as questionable to me as his character because here's the thing: she says, you know, she said Joe Biden was pandering to black people when he sat down with Cardi B. He hadn't taken an interview for months, you know, stay, staying in his basement. And then he all of a sudden he comes out and does an interview with Cardi B. Um, that's pandering. All right. Yeah, I'll admit that's pandering. All right. Um, Cardi B is not a political figure. But Candace Owens said we had so many more prominent folks that you could talk to, Republican or Democrat or, or, or independent, whatever you believe. And you chose to sit down with Cardi B, who only has her fame, who only has her her uh, her, her stardom from the wrong attention. Right. And why wouldn't you sit down with somebody who has gone through, uh, you know, the education system and has become a, a doctor of philosophy or a doctor of theology and sit down with them and get their opinions um, in a prominent you know, space? But then you go with Cardi B, who has a platform of millions of people that she's influencing in a negative way. And it's just the fact that she has their eyes and attention. You choose her. Well, I would say this real quick. Um. One of our commenters, she said that I want to misquote what she said, but she said something very good. She said, Cardi is in a culture that was already doing it. She's just the face of it now. So it's like um, kind of like going back to when we had this conversation before about Cardi B. And we have a we have a video if you guys want to watch it called Cardi B Christianity. And we want to talk to mm -hmm. her because she she always when good things happen. Thank Jesus. Thank the Lord. OK. OK. So like you have. <laughs> You, Good impression. She, 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 I know it's bad. I, I sound like I'm an old lady that smokes, but um, <laughs> but I, I I do think the difference. I think I think the, the difference between the two of them, of course, is one is very liberal and one is very conservative. Mm -hmm. And at the core of all this is who do you want 
those values if you had a kid or a daughter or or a son or what values would you give them which values would you want to with them to have candace owens to think about candace owens something she say i totally agree with something she say i'm like okay that makes sense but at the same time like you said she sometimes get used to be a i'm gonna say a puppet for for conservatism but she get used to do some of their works to be like what Sean always say, like, see, see what, what I mean? Like she would talk about like every case that happened recently with a, somebody black. It's, you know, George Floyd was a drug. He was on drugs. He shouldn't have been fighting the cops. This person, um, you know, um, this happened or this is they always like just when you hear conservatives use that background check that I, that I hate to hear about with black people and they don't do that with. When when a white kid kid shoots somebody up or whatever, it's always he needs help. He needs help. He needs he, he went crazy, and then it was like for the black kid, well, well, he's a thug. He's this. He's that. And what I see is that sometimes she used those talking points that I don't like. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you're still African American. You're still a black person that you may have to go through this. And she's pregnant right now. She's married and pregnant. Your kid may have to go through this if you have a boy. He's gonna go through these situations. So for you to just decriminalize people is crazy. But to say, if I had to pick, of course, I probably, you want your daughter to be more, have more values and stuff like that. But I do think, <laughs> I do think Cardi B has some type of morals and values. Oh, I no. think, Jeremiah, I think, no, I'm, dead, no, I'm serious. I come think, on, I think Cardi B it puts on a mask for the people to like what she does, but deep down inside, she has certain values and morals about herself. No. That's what Jeremiah, I you messing with our money, man. We were trying to build you up to be the next black conservative, like get us in the door with the right people. You messing with our <laughs> money, man. You supposed to stick to your guns. I know I am, side, but I mean at the man. same. But we got but Ryan do, picking Candace and you picking Cardi B. That's messing up. I didn't pick Cardi B. We're trying to get you, you to be the next great conservative black guy to make excuses for people. Come on, conservatives don't. Y'all don't see what's going on right now. They coming up That's on your role swing, on the show, Jeremiah. Swing, they, they swinging on conservatives. If you don't got a gun, I feel bad for you. But <laughs> I, well, I think I just I just I do think. I'm not picking her. I did say Candace Owens, of course, if you're going to go from that. But I do believe that she has, I believe Cardi B has some type of moral values about herself. So, she so just doesn't she show does it. Absolutely not. Did you see any parts of the WAP video? I think we're judging based off what she did does. Did you see any parts of the WAP video? I think we're judging. Did you see any parts of like politicians the WAP right video? Now. Answer asking, the question. I'm asking answer the question. I did ask this, but my question to you is if you're going to say all that, then why are you voting for Biden? Does it make sense? I didn't sense? say I was voting for Biden. Why are you putting my business out there? You already said that. that. You already that. know. You just said you just said I don't like right. you just said I don't like you just said I don't like his character. I don't like Trump's character. So we got to get him out of office. I didn't say my vote was gonna get him out of office. I just said I world knows who Ryan is voting for. This yeah. is not a mystery. So th- th- it defeats the purpose of what you're saying because you're now saying basically so like you're you- saying are you saying that you're saying anybody nobody should vote for, for Joe Biden because he did an interview with Cardi B. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you're saying right now that you'd rather your kid be with be more like Candace Owens, then my question to you is, then why wouldn't you pick their party affiliations have nothing to do with with their character or or where I see what, yeah, or what I want my kid, my children to see. 
Yeah, it does. I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather my daughter walk into the room and see Candace Owens on a, a Shapiro interview talking bad about Kanye West than for my daughter to walk in and see a WAP video or Cardi B with her bad her with her terrible tongue saying any other words out of her mouth. Then why did Joe Biden go to her? He like she said, he could have went to any other Listen. It's pandering. Each side does it. Each yeah. side panders. She's the most popular female besides, I think, probably... Then why uh, he didn't sit name? with Beyonce? Beyonce. Because Beyonce's not trying to parade herself right there, out there like that p- politically. Why not? She already know. They already know who they're going to vote for. Beyonce and Jay-Z were Obama supporters. Their time they is were, gone. But they they're still done. support Joe Biden. They will support Joe Biden. They will support him, but not so the way they did Barack and Michelle. Not the way they did Barack and Michelle. I get that. But my question to you is, why didn't he go to somebody that deemed more educated, more more poised, more self-together? Because we comparing Beyonce to that's Cardi B is question. like... So, but, but that's what I'm saying to you. That's uh, to Candace Owens' question. Eric, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Eric. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just listening, man. I'm gonna see where you guys go. No, um, I don't know, man. It, it, it's tough. Like I just look at it as it, it's not a good situation to be in, regardless, because it's like there's plenty of division, and a lot of these people are just creating more of it rather than unifying us, right? And, and that's what I want. I want someone that's gonna bring everyone together. So I don't know what the on the the would you rather or who you. I don't know. I need a lifeline on it. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. We, we need that Thursday. We need that. We need that Thursday night. We need that Thursday night from you, Eric. We need oh, that Thursday man. night call, Eric. You right know what now. we may need to do? We may need to do a whole track star show one day with our entire team. Mm. So for people dope. to see what really happened. Oh, we got to do it after midnight. We got to do it live after, after midnight because people Cause on our. People on the Track Stars team get real raw after midnight on Thursday night. Yes. Right. So, yes. so I, I, will, I will say this though, Jeremiah, is that um, if you think Cardi B has these morals, then obviously she's willing to compromise those morals, which speaks to her morality anyway. For yeah, money. Well, that's what yeah. well, that's, well, that's, that's America. Isn't that what Candace is doing? Well, maybe so. I don't know. Not, not to the same extreme, I don't think. So, you, let me ask you a question. Here, hold on, real quick, Jeremiah. Do you believe Candace Owens? Do you think she's being genuine or do you think she is pandering? I think she's being genuine because that's what she believes. Do you believe that, Jeremiah? Do you think Candace Owens is being honest or do you think she's trying to get white support? I think both. I think um, I think she, she, I think she genuinely has a concern for black America but I think her concern is um, get black people to vote Republican so that things could get better. I want I want Candace to uh, come and tell me to my face that she's being serious because I don't believe her. I think she's pandering. I think she I think she knows that there's a huge market for a black conservative voice that will say negative things about black people. And I think she is eating off of that. She's selling a book about it. She's I think she doesn't genuinely believe half of the things she says. But I know I think she believes that if the more controversial she makes it, the better it is for her at the end. Um, that I, I just don't sense genuineness from her. She sounds like a grifter. She sounds like somebody who is intentionally altering their position to line up with someone else's position in this moment to make money off of it. 
and she's willing to throw everybody else under the bus to do it. That's what but I see. I would like her to come and prove it to me that she's not doing that. Um, I don't know if she can, but that's what it feels like to me. Because some of her, what she said about um, um, after after the George Floyd thing, that, yeah, it, it, it didn't feel. It, it didn't feel. It felt like a contrarian. I believe she's a contrarian. I believe she enjoys being against people. Like you know. If all black people went this way, I think she enjoys going the other way. I think that's genuine. I do think she enjoys going against black people, but getting embraced by all these other contrarian folks on this side. I do think that that's in her heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's like the darling of Fox News right now. Well, but the reason why I say what I said about even though I feel like it's kind of both is because I feel like she the way she talks about African-American people, like when she talks about like policies and different things, it seems like, it sounds like, it sounds like she is, um, want the best for black people. That's what it sounds like for me. And I could be wrong and and whatever. I don't believe believe her. But, um, my question is, do y'all think she's a racist? Like I'm, I'm, I'm seeing people on the chat saying racist versus stripper. I think I ain't gonna say who said it. Racist versus stripper. Like race, no, I said racist or stripper. So my question is, is she a racist? Like I, I think people think she, are saying she sounds like you know, she's a in the house black person. A house race, in words racist that's against what you're field uh, black people. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like. That's what it sounds like. Well, she's doing. Well, oh, go ahead, Eric. Oh, I just I think that one thing for certain is that she says things that there's plenty of white people that will go along with what she's saying. They're like, okay, yeah, I can agree with this. And, you know, maybe feel a little bit better about themselves, you know, when it comes to like race. Like, oh, well, I agree with this African-American woman here. So I'm not bad, right? Exactly. That's that's where the money is. That's where the money is. So that helps. That helps. But if she, but let me ask you a question. If she comes behind it with facts, how do you negate? It she's don't matter. Moving. I could find facts for I could find facts for things I don't believe in either. I could debate no, both I'm, sides of no, any argument. No, but what I'm saying is, if what I'm saying is like what you're saying, if you're having a debate with somebody and I'm coming with true facts, how is that still being racist though? I can I can come up with facts to defend any position on the face of this earth. You can defend any position imaginable. Everyone has. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean you actually believe it either. No, I mean, because when I see her talk to people, she always use statistics. And that's what I'm saying. Every statistic can be interpreted to whatever you feel like interpreting. Look at the statistics that are being thrown around about black people. Only nine black people were killed by police this year. Right. So that just means this isn't a big deal. Right. The, the same statistic will be used by somebody totally differently, depending on their motivation. Right. Because you could also say, well, doggone, if we're only 13 percent of the population, why are we so doggone close to the amount of white people that got killed this year, right? Same statistic, yeah. totally different interpretation. So you could take any fact and flip it to your side, n- no mm-hmm. matter what. Yeah, I get that. I get it. Okay. I mean, it's no different than arguing with uh, scripture, right? I mean, you can flip scripture however you want. Um, mm-hmm. People do it all the time, you know. And so if they're going to do that with the Word of God. They're going to do it with numbers. Absolutely, no, I get it. I get it. I just, I just think. Um, I think the rhetoric that you hear from her, though, is like, if you're like, wow, okay, that makes sense what you're saying. But going back to 
to Cardi, I do. I think. I think. I. I do think. I don't think she would want her daughter to be like in in in. Um, I think she's like other entertainers. Other entertainers in the past we've heard that say like Madonna. Madonna would be like, my kids don't watch television, but she on television doing crazy stuff. I think people are really stricter than what they appear to be to the public. I think Cardi B is going to one day look back. The money is going to be either saved and invested or it's going to be spent. And I think she's going to look back and she's going to regret a lot of what she did. And that I think that's going to happen. really took you out, bro. You said what? That Y video took you out, man. <laughs> it did, man. It was, it was so. I was talking to my wife about this, right? And I was just like, make sure that we got to make sure that when, you know, anything is left out, the devices are left out. Because the thing is that I've had crazy video suggestions come up after watching the Breakfast Club interview or watching something, you know, uh, something, something I was researching for the track stars. And crazy stuff will pop up as a suggestion and my kids might be by my phone or they might have my phone. So, you know, to me, I was just like telling my wife, like this stuff is this stuff is just poisonous for our kids. We got to make sure that we do the best to, to shield them and guard them. I said, because I never want my kids to ever find out about the, the WAP song before they are 18 years old. Like that would be my dream prayer to God. Like, God, don't let them find out about stuff like this. I, I, I'm going to side with Jeremiah real quick because I do I do see what Jeremiah sees in Cardi B. I do believe that deep down inside, she she has some some core that, that could be good. Um, I'm going to challenge her as well. Yeah. I think Cardi B knows that what she has done to gain the attention she's gotten, um, what she had to do to get to number one, I think she knows there's something wrong with that. So I'm gonna challenge her. You, you think a, so? After yes. she became yes. number one, she started singing a gospel song. Yeah, I do think she. Knows, <laughs> I do think she knows that there's something inherently wrong. Well, at least she's giving so God glory. I'm gonna challenge. Her. I, I the rocks are giving glory. <laughs> I think this is Cardi B Christianity at its best. Like, I think there are a lot of Christians who don't care what the Word of God says. They just live life anyway. Of course. They yeah. are just calling themselves Christians. They won't live by the word. They will just do what they want to do anyway. But yes. but 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 this is the thing though. That's on both sides of the tracks. It's some conservatives that say they're Christian, but they don't live it out. Of you know course. What I'm saying? Yep. And there's some liberals who say they're Christians and they're what you just said. So I think I think that's what I'm saying. Like, regardless of the fact, I can't be we're judging somebody on somebody one piece of art. That's all we're no. judging on them. Wait, wait, who, who's who's one piece of art? You keep going back to WAP. That's what you keep it's going back more to. Than WAP. Man, it's Megan the Stallion. It's the songs that she's put out. It's the stuff that Cardi B has put out over over time. Okay, I'm going to get back to what I was saying. To, to Cardi WAP B, being, I, do, I do agree you know, with Jeremiah ready. that there's something there. I'm going to challenge Cardi B. You're at a position in, in your life where if you reach down in there and talk to God and really ask him, do you think this is okay? I think you're going to get an answer that you know is there, right? You are at a point where if you really embrace what God wants for your life, it would change. It would change the world, right? That goes for that goes mm-hmm. for a lot of people. That goes for your, mm-hmm. your boy Donald Trump. If he came out Here's and really, if he came out and really embraced Jesus Christ for real, for real, it would shock the world because you would have to see a genuine change in his heart. Same thing for mm-hmm. Cardi. If if there was a genuine change, she's at a place right now that if she genuinely saw God for real, for real. 
it could change the hearts of so many young women to see things in a totally different way. If she said, hey, guys, what I did was wrong. This is I'm going to start making music to show you how it should be. You have so much power right now. Do not miss your moment, Cardi B. I, yeah. I believe Jeremiah. I believe there's something in there telling you that this is wrong. Listen to it. Seek God. Ask him. Don't listen to me. Ask him if what you're doing is okay. Really, 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 really. And here's if you a question change that I now, have for Cardi B. If you can change now, mm-hmm. it would change the world. So here's a question I have for Cardi B. If you if you address Cardi B directly on, this is how I would address her. If I were sitting down with her face to face at a table. I would ask her why she thinks it's okay to distort the minds of young children, like my daughter, like my nieces, you know, like the young young ladies that are in my program. Why is it okay for you to just completely send them this this crazy message, but it's not okay for your daughter to be able to get the same message, right? Like you're going to tell me that you're going to shun your kid from this you're not going to let them live. You're going to tell them behind closed doors. Don't do that. Don't be a stripper. Don't diss that and the other. Don't let guys take advantage of you. Don't go out here and sell your body. You're going to tell your daughter that that's not right. That's not okay. But you're going to tell my kid and, and my nieces and, and, and my, you know, inf- young, influential uh, young ladies that it is okay. That's uncool. And hey. then you're going to say, oh, I did it for this check, though. Did you see this check right here? And I'm gonna be like, that's not cool. That is so not Ryan, cool. And so why are you placing all everything all on her? Because why? she has the number one song right now, and this is the platform that she she's the reason why we're having this conversation. But there's been other female rappers prior to Cardi B. I get that. But that did, did you the see the WAP video, Jeremiah? I did, but what I'm saying is the WAP video to me is not as bad as any other videos that Lil I've seen Kim. from a female rap. Lil' Kim. Bro, this this video was way worse. Than Lil' way Kim, worse. Ryan. And we're Lil not gonna Kim. do this have matchup because let, let me ask you a question. Have you ever saw have you ever saw Anaconda by Nicki Minaj? Uh no, I haven't. Okay. So that's what I'm telling you. There's <laughs> other videos out there that's been like this. We Bro. just we just been we just been in this Christian hip hop bubble that we don't listen to other genres of music or when we no, see somebody or we or we try to run away from stuff. But there's been people out there pushing the boundaries of sexuality yeah, for years. Tip drill. This yeah, is like the, what do we this is your school, right? That was that was that was Spellman, brother. That was Spellman. Was same um, lot, bro. Same lot. No, I can no, walk no, no. I can walk to Clark from Spellman. Okay, so so that's I'm not gonna say that's different, right? But car- those young ladies that participated in the chip- tip drill videos, they were paid models or whatever, whatever they want to call themselves, right? They were strippers. Cardi B, whatever. Nelly, said, Nelly, okay. Nelly said they were strippers. That's they what were strippers. Said. Okay. But Cardi B wrote the song. Cardi B. She did not write the song, bro. <laughs> you lost it. You lost it. Get off, get off the screen. Cardi B didn't write this. Are you crazy? My, thing, my, my problem is. Well, she didn't I, write the song. But I don't she, like. She's. Went into the studio and put it out there on. She recorded the song. That's what I'm getting at. You lost all credibility, bro. Uh, my no, thing I is, didn't. I just don't like blaming one person for a a a, a trail okay. of right. bodies. Cardi B and Megan The Stallion right now are the ones that we're talking about. They're all over television with the WAP song being number one and everybody parading around and praising that. That's why I'm focusing on Cardi B. 
and, I don't want to. I don't want to let. Now. I don't want to let Candace off the hook because yeah, you're right. You know what Cardi B is doing right now. She should. She should not do that. But I believe what Candace is doing is also wrong. Um, if we let, let just imagine yeah. this, if we would do what Candace would do, we'd be rich. Yeah. If we became like this, you know, pro Trump, could have been. Da, 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 we would could have been. We had the opportunities. But that and the fact that we could, the reason why <laughs> the reason why we could is simply a numbers game. When you look at the amount of people that are in the country that are friendly to that message that uh, Candace Owens is pushing, she knows that that number outweighs the people who are mad at her. The people that she's talking to is is five times as big as the people who are upset with her. Black people are thirteen percent in this country, so she knows the money is over there. It's a numbers game. And if we played that game and we said, hey, look, we're just going to cater to the bigger number. We've had chances to do that several times. We, I'm going to just cater to the, the people with the bigger numbers. I'm going to make money off of the people with the bigger numbers. And I'm going to sell out what I really, truly believe to do it. That's really bad. That's that's it upsetting. That's upsetting. It's upsetting. Honestly, I'm t- I don't I'm, know if she's doing that, but it sounds something. like she is. Go ahead, Jeremiah. Take it in deeper. I'm going to say this. We were on that route. <laughs> Before Trump, no, we were all three of us was on that route prior to Trump getting in office. Once we start seeing these these evangelicals co-signing foolishness from Trump, we was like, I'm good. But prior to Trump, it was on that. Go listen to our own shows. You mean we we could have been we could have been chose? Like what what are you saying? We could have been, we could have been, I'm gonna say bad as Candace Owens, but we could have been. On that Candace Owens path, but we chose Ow, not to. Give me an example. Why didn't you? Tell okay, me? I'm saying I'm saying stuff like, uh, remember when before the election happened in 2016, we did a show and we said, who would you rather pick between Hillary or Trump? And everybody was in here was like, well, based off policies, we're gonna go with Trump. Majority of us said Trump. That's not what that so, conversation was. No, but no, but what I'm <laughs> that kind no, of what I'm. That's not. I could pull it up. The conversation was: Should we vote or not? I don't. That was true. We were saying I don't even think we should vote. That was the conversation. That was true. Okay. That ain't gonna play well in Trump's ear. No, I, I get it. But what I'm saying is, our some of our show topics and some of the stuff we were saying prior to Trump getting elected sound very conservative. If yeah. somebody were to hear our show, they would be like. These dudes are conservative dudes. It was Christianity, but, but, but though. It we wasn't are really though, conservatism. <laughs> we are. If, if, if you were to just, if you were to ask, well, two out of three of us, if you were to ask uh, <laughs> people, <laughs> if you were to ask what we are, people would say we were conservative. That's not new. Yeah. I, I say that all the time. The point is, is that this dude. I want to speak for everybody on here because I don't know because we have people on our team that that voted for Trump. Uh, we have people. <laughs> one people. Uh, one of them is uh, here. Uh, you're going to. We. Everybody knows Jeremiah. Uh, I voted for Trump. Yeah. Voted for Trump. There you go. <laughs> and we have people. And the way, our- way y'all treat them in the media, I may do it again. <laughs> and we have people. We have people who who on our team who support Trump. We have people who hate Trump, like the one in the second square right here, right? So, uh, we have all kinds of people on our team. That's not. That's Don't not dodge. the issue. But Stand but up. I grew up in a conservative household, and I was still considering myself conservative. I just think this dude is ridiculous. Ain't no, I get no way, ain't no way I'm I get, this dude. I get what you're saying, but what I'm <laughs> what I'm saying is to you is 
where where it's taking a stand the way the way Ryan is talking, he's taking a conservative stance against Cardi B. Yes, yeah. and I understand it because I'm taking a has, Christian stance against Cardi B. No, you can call it conservative no, if you want. No, but what I'm saying is for the people looking from the outside in, they're yeah. not looking at us as being Christian because they know some Christians that agree with Cardi B. Yeah, we would we would fall. They on the know some people who they think argument. might be Christians that agree with Cardi. See, B. that's another conversation we gotta have. It is a conversation because now you're saying these people are not saved based off them agreeing with Cardi B. I don't think it's about not saved. I think it's a matter of. I guess we just don't care as much, right? I think we're, we're concerned about the outside, right? We're supposed to look in, at, at the fruit that people produce, right? And we're being given like fruit for like stage props where it looks pretty on the outside, but the inside is not good for you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. all we care about is that at that outside, right? And we can get behind what looks good or what's popular and not take it any deeper because then we actually have to have some accountability and a look in the mirror at that point. Hey, here's the truth. Here's the truth. Um, we had the conversation a while back, you know, uh, if we were white, would we be doing better? No, we could have done good as just as we are if we would have played a different game, right? We had opportunities. We were yeah. on American Family Association. You know, we were we were welcomed into the family, American Family Association. We got kicked off because we don't play that game, right? I I have no problem making con- uh, white evangelicals mad. I have no problem making liberal Democrats mad. I do not yeah. care. And, that, yeah. and the reason why... Or uh, gospel. Right. We, we have been kicked off of... Both kind of stations, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, the, the point is, is that uh, if we would have played a game and we would have chosen a side, we would be, we yeah. would be killing it, right? Yeah, the yeah. conservative side or the liberal the liberal side. But the point is, yeah. is, we come on here and we tell the truth, and we don't even always agree. That's the point. Ryan may say something that me and Jeremiah are like, what? Jeremiah yeah. may say, me and Ryan say, what? But we're not gonna play no yeah. game that says, oh, we're we're making money. Uh, uh, spitting off conservative stuff, so we're gonna stick with yeah. that. We're making money doing the Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter stuff, so we're gonna stick with that. No, we're gonna say what we really believe, right? Mm-hmm. And the point is, is the the people out there listening may have all varying types of beliefs. The point is, we're coming together to discuss it to see if we can find the truth, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what you think or I think or whatever. We're trying to find out what God thinks about all these things. That's why we yeah. talk about it. That's the point of this is to challenge our traditions, challenge our upbringings to find out, Okay, who cares what you were taught? Who cares what you were taught? What does God really, really, really think about this? That's the goal that every Christian should be fighting for. Not a side, not a not a some word that somebody made up, not Democrats, not Republicans. None of that stuff matters. What does God think about this? I have a perspective on it. Ryan has a perspective on it. Eric has one. Jeremiah has one. Let's put them to the test. Let's let's hash it out and let's figure out if we can figure out what God really thinks about this. That's the whole point. Anyway. So who you vote? Agreed. For? You still got Candace? Yeah. Who did you got, Sean? You didn't really say. So the voting thing or the side <laughs> mile? No, between the Candace and I think I think Ryan I think Ryan is is um has a point. If 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 I had to introduce my daughter to somebody, um, it'll be <laughs> it'll be easier for me to explain away Candace's grifting than it would be to explain away uh, Cardi B's outfit. You know what I'm saying? Because that visual it is powerful. My daughter mimics what she sees. She'll see yep. me walking with my hands behind my back. He puts her hands behind her back. Right. She, you know, I, I, you know, whatever, whatever I do, she tries to do it. So if she sees something and somebody's modeling it, 
she's going to want to do it. And that's harder to explain away than somebody's political shiftiness. You know what I mean? Like I could, yeah. I could, I could figure out how to explain that away a little bit easier. Doesn't mean that <laughs> Candace is better. It just means that it's it's an easier conversation to have with my daughter. Hey, this young lady, she's black, but she she wants to be popular with white people, so she says things, controversial things, to get black people riled up and white people to defend her, so that she can sell a book and make money and be popular in these circumstances. That's her yeah. choice. She can do and that. Can be but, but, okay. that same, I don't know. But you but I think eating dinner in that conversation. No, but, 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 but explain the WAP video. Why you keep going back to WAP? It's more <laughs> talk. You should have never it's seen that video, bro. It's terrible, Jeremiah. It, it damaged it's you. terrible. It damaged you. It did. It damaged. It, I could feel. I could feel like trying to watch this to get these talking points right. Right. I could feel my Holy Spirit cringing. Like, ugh. It was horrible. It was horrible. But she Ooh, is D. not. James the- said. Uh, uh, Judas was following money too so hey you're right you're right maybe maybe modeling for my daughter that you got to kind of change your viewpoint and, and pander to people to make money is also pretty bad so you're right I opt out of this discussion as well <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I just don't, I, I think the thing is at the end of the day it's I don't like 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 you said pandering for money and doing stuff just because you know to make a buck and you know it could hurt the problem people's is, viewpoints about other people is wrong too. They're both like, they're both pandering. Yeah. They're both doing yeah. the same they're thing. Both are pandering, yeah. but I think Cardi B is is living hers out a little bit more. All right, you're in the field with the track stars: Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. You're in the field with the track stars, running with the track stars, track tracking with the track stars in the track stars universe. Ooh. Stay on track with us. Y'all know what time it is. Yeah. Ryan Righteous, yeah. DJ Jeremiah, Sean Tanner. Time it is. Y'all know what time it is. It's the field boys. You in the field boy. It's the field boys. We in the field boy. You tuned in and locked. What's happening? What's happening? This your man, Brinson God Chases Entertainment. Buckle your seat belts for line for line. Vote Christian, though. Yeah. All right. Back in the field with the track stars, Ryan oh Righteous, Sean Taylor, DJ Jeremiah. Good. <laughs> for all things track stars make sure that you go to trackstarswithaz.com that is where you will find your merch you can get the track stars t-shirt like the one i have on the cap like the one i have on make sure you go to track stars right now get your merch support us and look good while doing it all right all right, man. Um, it looks like somebody's trying to start a Telegram track starts group. Do y'all want to do that? They asked that we have a Telegram group. I don't know. I don't know if we want to go that far. We have a Telegram group for track stars investment group. I'm talking about just the group. No, in I think general. we had one. We had one. Somewhere. We did. I don't know. Okay. We did. Nobody's monitoring it. Got you. Okay. That's just something I asked. You know what I mean? All right. So <clears throat> today is going to be kind of a fantasy type battle. 
I asked Mitch Darrell, who had an album come out recently called Darrell. I said, bro, um, all right, you up the bat. Who you want? He said, give me Kendrick or... Mitch Darrell. Or, Why do you or, do this to yourself? Why Mitch do you Durrell. do this? He picks <laughs> the hardest people for himself. Mitch Darrell. He has an album out Fearless. called Darrell. And then he said, um, between Kendrick or Big Sean. And I was like, okay, well... I give you Kendrick because I'm, you've always had that. I see conversations on Twitter all the time where he talks about Kendrick and influence. And then also that people always say, yo, you, you remind me of him. So I said, okay. And I was like, well, you want to wait till his album come out? He's like, nah, let's do it now. So I said, okay, let's do it. We're going to do a fantasy battle with y'all. I'm going to use your album against his album. And I'll decide to do section 80 because we've never touched section 80 ever in line for line. So it's section 80 Kendrick Lamar. Versus Mitch Durrell, Durrell album. So um, we're going to get this going. Um, so let's get it popping. Anyway. The views and opinions of the track stars and the track stars of the universe are not the views and opinions of the artists, the label producer, and others. If you feel offended by this, please press stop now. If you never heard of the mainstream artists, think about checking them out. That's not the reason for this. We try not to do the same artists over and over. If you're a person who listens to Christian music and this ain't your cup of tea, we understand. We got noteworthy topics. Interviews you go check out. We're not copying any battle format. We've been doing this since the <laughs> mid-2000s. Darrell, Mitch Darrell is not the Christian version of anybody, it's just a bit. All right, so let's go start this off right. We're going to start it off with Kendrick Lamar, Poe Man's Dreams. Here we go. I used to want to see the penitentiary way after elementary. Thought it was cool to look the judge in the face when he sentenced me. Since my uncles was institutionalized, my intuition had said I was suited for family size. My mom is stressing my daddy tired. I need me a weapon, these won't ride. Every minute, I went second, ministers tried to save me. How I'm gonna listen when I don't even hear God? Heaven or hell, base it all on my instincts. My hands dirty, you worry about mud in your sink. You like the mistake of all right, that was Kendrick Lamar, Poe Man's Dream. This is Mitch, If I Die. Here we go. I rap to stay sane or else I be in a graveyard, that's no lie. This music just proved that my God helps me do all things like he squad. Dear Lord, I need you to help me be faithful. I'm grateful, you see me laying, me praying nonstop. Please clean my sins like a wet mop. If I die, then why cry? I'll be. All right, that was Mitch Durrell with If I Die versus Kendrick Lamar, Poor Man's Dreams. Who y'all got? Ryan, your favorite artist. Uh, man, just because of the tempo, man, I'm going to go. Um, Kendrick Lamar, because you know I don't really like Kendrick Lamar's voice, you but don't? he was calm. <laughs> no, I don't. But he was calm in that situation, so that probably would be the only vote he gets from me. Okay, Eric. Man, y'all put me in a situation because you know I'm. I did the cover art for Mitch's project, man. No matter. Got to vote for him, right? Jeez. And I said, if I ever get on one of these, I'm never using a toss. Um, <laughs> In in is your chance in that one? I'm I'm gonna go Kendrick on that one. K dot Kendrick on that one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. I will. This was tough, but I, I'm actually go Mitch on this one. Um. Mitch. I wish I wish he was rapping in this section you chose, but um. Mm-hmm. He almost. was rapping. That was his rap verse. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, I know. I understand that. But I'm talking. Oh, about okay. like, Traditionally rapping. Oh, got you, got um, you. I think that would have been even better, but I, I like the sound of his song a little better, so I'm going to go Mitch. 
Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with K-Dot on this one because I, I, I like that a little bit better than If I Die. So it's 3-1 right now. Is um, there a like sample in Kendrick's? Probably was. Probably was, was it that LL Cool J? Um, go Brooklyn. I thought I heard yeah, that. Yeah, 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 it was. Ugh. Which is interesting is a lot of people, I've heard that again recently. Like, go, I heard that on somebody's song. Was yeah. like, go Brooklyn. I was like, wow. Yeah, that doing right. it well was the jam back in the day. That beat was awesome. Wait a minute. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Pause. Flag on the play. Bro, doing it well? That was explicit as crap. What no, are you it wasn't. Talking? Oh, no, you were a hypocrite. Okay. Right, so <laughs> a couple of words that I didn't, He had a couple of choice words, but he didn't have a whole bar after bar situation going doing like it was the most sexual yeah, song was. in the 90s was. bro you're wrong you're sexist oh my you're god wrong. all right you're anyway wrong. anyway all right you, you threw me off you threw me off there's a clean wrong. version of it where you don't even know what he's saying oh, okay shout out to eminem they in the building too all right um um god you making me mad <laughs> <laughs> Lamar has won that first round so it's one oh all right we're going to the second round we're going to start off with um Mitch Darrell with no turning back now. Here we go. Dinner the saints. Well, I won't say I'm a saint, but I'ma say that I'm saved. I'm trying to keep it that way. And yes, I know I still sin, but as a Christian, I'm not labeled a sinner no more. In fact, I'm trying to stop. It all together, I'm gonna be better than yesterday. Look around, I see everything is a mess today. Then I stop and remember that I am blessed today. Can't be doubting my God when I know his resume. Uh if it wasn't for Jesus, there would not be a point. Like no Kyrie or Russell Westbrook, you get the point. Have to find me. All right, man, that was Mitch Durrell with No Turning Back Now. This is Kendrick Lamar with Cush and Corinthians. I hope in this book and then burn up some of the three for my plan is to figure out the world and escape all my demons. I'm dying inside. I wonder if Zion inside the heavens. Like my rolly chain of fat blunt in the Mac 11. It's all I see in my life and they tell me to make it right. But I'm right on the edge of Everest and I might jump tonight. Have you ever had known a saint that was taking sinners advice? Well, it's probably you. Am I right? If I'm wrong, you a fucking lie. When I lie on my back and look at the ceiling, it's so appealing to pray. I wonder if I'm just a villain dealing my morals away. Some people look in my face and tell me don't worry about it. I Give all right, man. That was Kendrick Lamar, Christian Corinthians versus Mitch Durrell. No turning back now. Who y'all going with? Uh, why people got to put like Christianity and and sin all together? Like I hate that toss. Kush is a sin. <laughs> no, I'm talking about what he was saying in his lyrics. <laughs> all right, what you got, Eric? Uh, I'm going Mitch. Mitch. I got I got Kendrick on that. Just flow. Mm. I'm a flow person, so that that got me. Kendrick, what you got? Um, I'm actually gonna go with Mitch. I like Mitch a little bit more on that one. It's two one Mitch so far. Let's see what they got online. Up to you guys now. I see a lot of Mitches. Let's see. Who's who's counting for us in there? Is Damo in there? Yeah, Damo's there. Eminem in the building. Okay, Mitch. They said Mitch online. Yeah. Okay. Be nice uh-huh. in the building. All right, so that's 3-1 for Mitch, and it's now tied 1-1. We're about to go on round three. All right, so we're going to start off with Kendrick. Blank your ethnicity. Let's go. Uh, Man, I got so much in store. Racism is still alive. Yellow tape and colored lines. 
check But we got that line and sold out first They getting off work and they wanna see Kendrick Everybody can't drop in since I've been there So I'm making my business Let's give them my full up, tension, ten, hut Man, I gotta get my wind up Man, I gotta get down with God Cause I got my sins up, ooh Matter of fact, don't mistake me for no f***ing rapper They sit backstage and hide behind no f***ing cameras I marched pit, had a microphone, I tossed it all right, that was Kendrick Lamar. Blank your ethnicity. This is Mitch Durrell with I Wanna Quit. Here we go. All right, man, that was Mitch Durrell with I Want to Quit versus Kendrick Lamar, Blank Your Ethnicity. Who y'all going with? I'm definitely going with Mitch Durrell on that, man. That was like the, the anthem for getting, getting off your day job. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going with Mitch, too. I like the, the feel of it overall better. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Mitch on this one. I liked it better, genuinely, than uh, the Kendrick song. What you got, Jeremiah? I'll Mitch as well. Mm. That's four zip, so it don't really matter. All right, man. That means Mitch is up to one. You know, round four and five and six is about to get very interesting. All right, here we go. Um, we did Kendra for okay. This is Mitch Durrell. Give up my dream. Here we go. We tend to pretend that we at the top. I weaken myself just to be in a box. Sleeping and I start to peek in my brain. I leap in the deep end, but still I'm afraid. This begins to creep into some of my thoughts. What if I'm done leaping and this is my top? The bus wheel screeching and this is my stop. Maybe I should quit my dream and drop this. Rapping it hasn't been fruitful. Is it useful? Please, God, just help me be truthful. Do I just fit for the gram because the view's cool? Am I really trying to change lives with a new tool? Should I just rap or go get a real job? Just want to know why rap ain't a real job. Hear what you're saying, but I don't really. All right, man, that was Give Up My Dream um, by Mitch Durrell. This is Kendrick Lamar, High Power. Visions of Martin Luther staring at me. Malcolm X put a hex on my future, someone catch me. I'm falling victim to a revolutionary song, the Serengeti's clone. Back to put you backstabbers back on your spinal bone. You slit your diss when I slit you my diss. You wanted to diss but jumped on my Grown men never should bite their tongue unless you eat that smell like it's a stale plum. I got my finger on the mother pistol, aiming it at a pig. Charlotte's web is going to miss you. My issue wasn't televised. All right, man, that was Kendrick with high power versus Mitch Terrell. Give up my dream. Who y'all got? I'm gonna go Mitch Terrell. I don't like Ryan. Kendrick's production. I am, but <laughs> heck, man, that was produced by J. Cole. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Eric. Man, when, when Mitch hit that switch, it, it made it a little tougher for me, but I, I'm going to go with Kendrick on that one. K-Dot. That was so clearly K-Dot. <laughs> I need to see your votes, bro, because you know that was K-Dot. You know that was K-Dot. That joke. Is Mitch inside here? He needs to be. He, I, I tweeted out that we were doing it, so he knows. Yeah. Uh, you know that's K-Dot. Like what? What was it? Is that a sample, Jeremiah? What that has to be a sample. What is that? A what? Of uh, uh, give up my dream? Oh, Kendrick. It probably is. It's got to be I that probably... joint. That's that joint is so smooth, man. What you got, Jeremiah? I'm I'm gonna go with K dot too. 
Um, yeah, J. Cole produced that record. So J. Cole samples well, a lot, so it has to be a sample. Yeah, I just want to know yeah, what it yeah. is because that that joint sounded so yeah, cool. yeah. So it's and it's um, Kendrick online. So Kendrick got that one. It's two two. Going into round five, we're gonna start off with Kendrick Lamar, ADHD. All right, man, that was Kendrick Lamar with ADHD. This is Mitch Durrell with Stuck. Gave me medicine, I was hesitant to start popping. Mama warned me that once you start, could be hard to stop it. Warning label contained a table of side effects. There's a chance I could take a cable and hang to death. Think it's worth it, my brain is hurting, I need the pills. I'm too young to be Googling how to make a will. Three weeks later, I feel like I want to end my life. I no longer feel human, I know I'm not alright. I would hurt myself if I could find the right utensils. Maybe I can make physical pain distract from mental. I right. that was stuck by Mitch Terrell versus Kendrick Lamar ADHD. Who y'all got, man? Man, I really wish I still had my toss because the thing that swayed me with Kendrick was that y'all gonna be mad when I say this. Y'all gonna be like, man, Ryan is trash with his music ability, his music taste. It sounded like (laughs) Bone Thugs in Harmony. So I was like, oh, snap. That sounds dope. Um, Some old Bone Thugs in Harmony. But um, I'm gonna give it to to Kendrick just a little bit on that one. Just to show him that heartless. Okay. (laughs) He needs my vote. Yeah, man, I, I'm gonna vote Mitch, man. I I just wasn't real feeling Kendrick one. Okay, yeah, I got sure. I got Mitch on that as well. Um, it sounded cleaner. Um, yeah. overall, um, and he was talking about something really serious. Um, in a relatable way, I thought he explained himself well. So I got Mitch on that. What you got Jeremiah? Um, I like both of these. I like both of them, bro. I don't want to use my toss-up because I know what's coming. <laughs> I can see I what's know, coming. I know what's coming. There's no way he's beating this next one. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm tell you right now, bro. You're not meeting this next one. He's no way possible. If I have something to say about it. Of course, it. you're going to get Ryan's vote. No, you, no, you, no, you're not, Ryan. Hey, you don't know what's coming. You ain't no way you're beating this next one. So you need this one, bro. You got to get this one. I'll, I'll I'll give it I'll give it to Mitch, <laughs> but ADHD was fire too. I like both of them. That was a hard one. So it's three do one. Line with y'all, man. Like that. And Kendrick Kendrick hard. went on Kendrick went online. So it was three two. All right, Mitch. This is you up three two. We're we're about to go with y'all. You want to start Kendrick off first, or should we you, get bro. Mitch? This is, this is your thing, bro. I know it is. Um, this is hard. All right. Um, go, Mitch. Go Mitch first. You you really want that, Jason? Who? Come on, man. I know me and Jason look the same because we got the same income. But <laughs> okay. Well, come on, man. Since Jason said, wait, what? Oh, Jason said Mitch first. So Mitch Durrell, oh. rapidy rap. You must oh, be talking man. about Jason on 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 the message board. 
I hope not so. Jason Eric. I'm sorry. I'm Thank sorry. you. <laughs> All white guys look alike to me. Exactly. <laughs> look past my privilege, Jake DJ. Come on. <laughs> All right, what'd funny. you say? I, I missed it with all the racism. I said, Mitch Darrell, rapidly rap. Go ahead. All right, go. I'm on a roll, no cabin on them. Really living my best life like Chance the Rapper. Used to feel like I really ain't have a chance at rapping. Eminem, because I'm spitting this venom. Hit them with syllables. Synonyms that are written within. I listen to Christians on a mission. I ain't missing that kind of wisdom. Uh, Take advice from someone living life with no God in his dumb. I am not the preacher. I'm a teacher and a performer. Yeah. Rap is just the way I teach a lesson. I'm trying to warn them that I am not the one to play with when it comes to the writing. Right. Some will try to gas you up and others will try to siphon. Right. Listen up, beloved. God above is the only answer. Any other idol will kill your spirit like a cancer. All right, man. That was Mitch Durrell, Rapidly Rap. Mm. Here's come Kendrick Lamar, Rick Amortis. Rapper, I rap them and made them Casper. I captured the likes of NASA. My pedigree took like fashion. How fast are we to the pastor? We all are sinners. Once you send us the Bible, study faster. Your hypocrite is reaction to blasphemy. I assassin my casualty and it's casually done. And tell them my salary coming. I'm so honest. Don't talk to me about no money. The sun is under my feet and I come in peace to compete. I don't run a few rather leap. My statistics go up in weeks and I go visit the nearest creek and I get busy. Yo, many MC, pretty ballistic. Anybody can see any assistance. Everybody that sees some persistence. Recognize I'll be really too vicious. The permanent. <laughs> Ryan perked up. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rell just said Kendrick. All right. Uh, <laughs> perked up. <laughs> that was Kendrick Lamar, Rick and Mortis versus that Mr. Song is incredible, Rapidly bro. Rap. Yeah, that's one of the best Kendrick's best verses. Ever. I mean, verse song. That's Rick and Mortis. Best verse ever. Yeah. Ryan. Who y'all got? I think the production was bad, but. Um, Lion. I think the. the, the <laughs> The lyrics, I mean, the, uh, the the flow and delivery was cool, so I'll give it to... What's his name? Kendrick? <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> name is Jason. <laughs> Man, I'm mad disrespectful now. <laughs> what you got, Eric? Oh, man. It's not fair. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to vote for Mitch because I, I, I love him. So. <laughs> <laughs> We giving out pity parties, as my wife would say. Right. Okay. Uh, sorry, bro. You know the deal. That joint. I, I, his song was good too. But I yeah, knew, it was. It was. I good. knew what the deal was, was, man. Rick yeah. and Mortis. Yeah, Rick Mortis. The technical ability he showed on Rick, the way yeah. it built, like throughout the verses, man, it was amazing. Uh, it was alright. Amazing. Right. Amazing. <laughs> Um, if you actually break down what he was doing, the 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 motifs that he was using throughout the joint, and they were getting more complex and doubling up throughout the song, I, dude, that that's Kendrick all day. What you got, yeah. Jeremiah? I got K dot too, bro. All right, that's a Kendrick win. Yeah, Kendrick won that. So it's three three going into round seven. Y'all ready? Yeah. All right, man. Remember, round seven is no toss. You got to pick somebody. All right, so we'll start off with Kendrick Lamar. And actually, I'm going to tell you all this. These two songs are probably not as close together, so you're going to have to pick to see which one you really, really like. All right, Kendrick Lamar, we'll start off with him. Hold up. A woman, a woman, I never did nothing but break the ground on top of the asphalt. Tire mark, if you have a dish that I'm easily pedaling with the speed of a lightning bolt. As a kid, I killed two adults. I'm too advanced. I lived my 20s at two years old. The wiser man, 
Truth be told, I'm like 87. Wicked as 80 reverends in a pool of fire with devils holding hands. From a distance, don't know which one is a Christian. Who can I trust in 2012? There's no one, not even myself, a Gemini screaming for help somebody. Alright, man, that was blue. Oh, sorry, that was Kenya Lamar. Hold up, this Mitch Terrell, black and proud. Let's go. In the past had black man treated like a trash can. Nowadays, people try to copy with a bad tan. How ironic, now we famous and iconic. To be black is to be cool, crazy, everybody wanted. I'll be capping like a bonnet, like we could sing a sonic. Claiming you're a quarter black, you as funny as a comet. Strip down to your bare bones and we all alike. And the difference in the melanin irrelevant, all right? But I gotta keep it down as black is beautiful to me. We defeated every obstacle, we excellent indeed. We know Yeshua was brown and his hair was like mine. If that line makes you frown, then you gotta... All right, that was um, Mitch Durrell with Black and Proud versus Hold Up by Kendrick. Who y'all going with? I am. Mitch. <laughs> Kendrick puts me to sleep, bro. He's right. Yeah, confident with that one. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Mitch too, man. It's I, I love the sound on that track. Um, I liked Mitch, but I have to go Kendrick on that. It was close, though. Mitch did a great job, but I got Kendrick. What you got, Jeremiah? Um, I'm gonna say Kendrick too. Oh, it's I up to y'all. It's up to the so, fans. What y'all got? It's the fans you. decide this one. Who wins? Y'all got Mitch. what y'all got. Y'all got this is against Kendrick Lamar. He's tied. The only real artist in this uh, battle, Mitch. Dang, Jerry. Somebody said I'm unsubscribing. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been this close. That's what you're trying to say, bro. All right, Demo. We're waiting on you. Once you get that count, then all on y'all. So like the two thousand election, Kendrick online. Wow. Jason said me and Ryan feel the same way about Kendrick. I love it. All right, man. The final score was three two. Kendrick won that round, so it's four three. Kendrick, but you fought good, Mitch. You fought oh, really man. well, Mitch. You're better. You're better. Don't worry about it, bro. You could. You you, you fought really you Mitch. fought really well, bro. Ryan doesn't even like the guy you patterned yourself after. So what is <laughs> what do you think he feels about you? Listen, oh man, calling it out. You know what's Listen, so funny, Mitch, Mitch? You got him on production, bro. You got him on production. I will say it's, it's his his joints sound cleaner than than. But I mean, this is this is like what 2010. Yeah, I think it was about the time. Yeah, no, no Mitch got him on production. It was, was good though. Producer, man. Yeah, yeah. And YJO. Yeah. Sounded very good. I think Mitch Darrell has the, the ability to be the leader of the indie CH8 scene, in my opinion. Yeah. He he has the ability because he's he's very he always talks to everybody in the scene. He's very yeah, open. Very active. He has a heart for people and just he's just a real yeah. dude, man. And even even when I told him about this and he was like, I'm gonna lose anyway, and I was like, You gotta have faith, player. Um, <laughs> and he you came won close. You won he came, over here, Mitch. Yay, he came Mitch. Yay, Mitch. Came close, Yay, man. Mitch. It was a few that he came very close to, man. So, and Kendrick Lamar is no slouch. So it's like, like we acting like he lost to somebody that's like, you know, Chingy or somebody else. But yeah. <laughs> Dang, Chingy somewhere like what I do. <laughs> <laughs> next up artist, Jeremiah. Next, yeah, he is next up. Yeah, is. Mitch Darrell was a 2020 next up artist too. Man, so, great job, bro. Great, great job, job, man. You know who else I actually asked after I, I set this up and I started looking? I think, what about you think he would have did well against Jid, um, Sean? 
<laughs> no, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> JID? Yeah. Because you would have to pick something more recent. And JID, bro, that... Talking about flow. I'm a flow person, man. JID is amazing, man. Yeah. Amazing. He's good. He's oh. good. But yeah, but shout out to Mitch for being a good sport, man. He's a very good, good dude, man. And Section 80 is a very good dude. I, as I was listening to this, I was like, this album is phenomenal. <laughs> Isn't that the album. opposite of the line for line? Like, I know, I but what I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm not telling yeah, people. That. I ain't gonna lie, Keep neither. Your opinion though, to yourself. I ain't gonna lie. We ain't here to lie. At Rick but it's just a, it's a very well put together project. Yeah, I always counting that secular garbage. But that's, yo, man, I, you know what's so funny? You say that your boy was on the crew um, talking trash about us. Um, what's homie name that we blocked? Who? <laughs> we only blocked one person. <laughs> Who is that? That's the guy. He was saying stuff on the crew, right? And he I was, was like, on the oh. show or in the comments? He was in the comments. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, oh, he stays man. right there. Just keep I was like, right oh, man, I miss you. And he's like, you didn't unblock me then. I was like, nah, you good. <laughs> I didn't block you. My sister blocked you. <laughs> we all family here. She don't so. deal with mess with like that. She gave you chances, bro. She she warned you. She said, "Hey, yeah. this ain't the place for this." So she's very. But nice. anyway, yeah, she is. She is very. So if she, very if nice. she had to block, she probably me, has then, a burner account by now. Then, we uh, still probably here. That's from a, him. then. Then the problem is you. I'll just tell you. Yeah, that. you're the problem. But yeah, but yeah, I actually want to see J to get somebody. Gid, we we got to put him against somebody because he he had a project that came out with like. A couple, like maybe a year ago or two, but he got records and he can rap, bro. So we got to find somebody that could. I, the only person that I could think of that can hang is um, uh, what's what's your boy's name? Doc, man. Um, who's at the studio? Uh, he had the whole thing where he was releasing those mixtapes, but then his label told him to stop. What, what's old boy's name? Oh, Jay Monty. Uh, Jay Monty. Jay Monty is the only one I could think of. That can hang with a JID as far as that would be nice. Flow. That would be Atlanta would versus be nice. Atlanta. I could set that up. That's the closest person I can think of, man. JID is a monster. Yeah. But JID, somebody said Chris Noel, but I don't think JID, does JID rap fast? I thought, no, I he don't did. rap like that. It has to be somebody that with that off kilter, like, you know, yeah. that kind of flow. And he's only, Monty's the only one that I could think of. Like, Swoop can do it, up. but he hasn't been doing it recently. Um, there's not a lot of people I could think of off the top of my head that can, that can do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, yeah, I was saying, Jay saying Jared too. Jared Sanders. Jared Sanders is yeah in that ballpark. Yeah, but Jared's. I would say Jay Monty does more of what JID does than Jared Sanders does. Yeah, just, so just straight, just straight complex rhyme yeah. stuff. So that I, that would mm-hmm. be my vote. Yeah, we got to do that. People saying Jay Givens too. I'm seeing Jay Givens too. Man, yeah, he he definitely he definitely um what was a uh, fly exam. Yeah, 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 yeah. That album was pretty that, good. That was in that pocket, but yeah, it was. De Monte, as far as right now, De Monte yeah. is the closest. Yeah. So, good line for line, everybody. Kristen, Kristen Gray. Yeah. Kristen Gray. Chris, probably, yeah. He just don't well, rap I'm, enough. Yeah, I think that's what it is. But when he does rap, is is does does get possible. It's, it's there. You know I mean? it's, it's close. Somebody also said Ishan. Yeah, but Ishan Ishan is still not doing what JID is doing. Jared Sanders and Ishan is is it's it's in the it's in the neighborhood, but yeah. it's not the intentionally complex rhyme scheme flow stuff that Jay Monty and JID JID do. And to yeah. me, that's it's, it's unique, man. 
Yeah. What about Tragic Hero? We need Tragic to know. Hero Tragic is really Hero. good too. He could do it. Yeah. Tragic Hero could do it. Yeah. But I like Jay Monson too. Bye, y'all. Alright y'all, love you guys Thank you for supporting us Follow us everywhere, tell everybody uh, We see the numbers going up, we appreciate it We don't deserve it, honestly Because um, we really haven't been as visible as we used to be um, We're still locked down on COVID, as you can see But we need your help to keep this thing moving um, Again, we're working on some really cool stuff But we need your help to make it <laughs> We won't be able to survive much longer if we don't get your help So uh, we love you guys See you guys next week Alright, we up now, I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully, you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing.